Namaste Vancha kalpatarubhyascha kripa sindhubhya evacha patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo nama He Krishna karuna sindhu dinabandhu jagatpate gopesha gopika kanta radha kanta namosate Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishavanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advetya Ganadhar Shivasari Gauravaktavinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. We're reading from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita this morning. Uh, this is Antyalila, Chapter 5. Ramananda Rai instructs Pradyumna Mishra. Although the that's the discussion of part of the chapter, but um, what we're reading is the the second main episode of the chapter. Um, and we'll read from verse number 146, and we'll see, we might just read to the end of the chapter. We'll see how the Spirit moves us. Um, but uh, I thought it's nice to begin with, to go back to the very first verse of the chapter, Vaigunya kalita paishunya vranapidita dainyarnave nimagnoham chaitanya vaidyam ashraye Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami is saying, I am infected by the germs of material activity and am suffering from the boils of envy. Therefore, falling in an ocean of humility, I take shelter of the great physician, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Elsewhere, in Chaitanya Chaitamrita, Krishna Das Kaviraj indicates his age, that he is very aged and that he doesn't know whether he will live to complete his work. Uh, he he says his hands are shaking. 
so his um, his he's in a frail condition, and this verse to me indicates that he's also uh, experiencing some diseased condition. He refers to germs of he says germs of material activity, but um, some sort of uh, infection, perhaps kita. Uh, and also, uh, he refers to vrana, boils, pidita. He is uh, tortured by boils, uh, which he calls uh, the boils of envy. And then he appeals to the Lord, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as Chaitanya Vaidya. Vaidya means physician. So it's nice we can remember Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as Vaidya, uh, the, the physician who cures all disease, all material and spiritual disease. Okay, verse 146, and uh, this is continuing a discussion of, uh, this is, Swarup Damodar Goswami is speaking, and he is speaking to an unidentified Brahmana from Bengal. And he says, E matta shishupala korila nan, sorry, korila nindan. E matta shishupala korila nan. She bakke sarasvati korina stavan. E matta shishupal korila nindan. E matta bakke sarasati korena stavan. Yes. E matta. In this way. Shishupala. Shishupala. <laughs> Korila Nindana blasphemed Shebakye by those words Sharasvati Sarasvati or the goddess of learning Korenastavan offers prayers. Translation, Shishupal also blasphemed Krishna in this way, but the goddess of learning, Sarasvati, offered her prayers to Krishna even by his words. Uh, okay, let's see now whether to just continue or to say something. Let's continue. <laughs> uh, Taiche e shloke tomar arte ninda aise Saraswatir arta shuna jate stuti bhase. In that way, although your verse is blasphemous according to your meaning, Mother Saraswati has taken advantage of it to offer prayers to the Lord. Jaganatahan Krishna atma sarupa. Kintu iha daru brahma 
Stavara Sarupa. There is no difference between Lord Jagannath and Krishna. But here, Lord Jagannath is fixed as the absolute person appearing in wood. Therefore, he does not move. <laughs> this is nice. Um, Lord Jagannath, we may like to remember when we have darshan of Lord Jagannath here in the temple, he is known as Daru Brahman. Daru means wood. So it's um, Brahman in the form of wood. And the explanation here is because because he is appearing in this form, therefore he does not move. However, uh, the point is he is Brahman. And now you may say, oh, is, that sounds kind of impersonal. Well, no, not necessarily. Vedanti tat tatva vidas tatvam yajnanam advayam Brahmeti, Paramatmeti, Bhagavaniti, Shabdhyate. So that same Advaya Jnana is having these three different names depending how you how you look at how you look at him. So Brahman means Paramatma means Bhagavan. And you can turn it around, you can say Brahman. Sorry, you can say Bhagavan means Paramatma means Brahman. These are the same with different um, angles of vision. So here Lord Brahma is called Daru Brahman. And therefore Stavara Swarupa, uh, his, his non-moving Swarupa, <laughs> he is in this particular form. Taha Saha Atmata Ekarupa Haya Krishna Ekatatvarup Duirupa Haya. Thus, Lord Jagannath and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, although appearing as two, are one because they are both Krishna, who is one alone. Now, here we might want to back up a little bit and come to this verse, uh, which was text 112, which is uh, the, which has prompted Saravdhamadhar to react in the way he has reacted. He's reacted quite strongly. So this is the verse uh, from this unidentified Brahman. Vikachakamala netre shi jagannata sange kanakaruchiri hatman yatmatam ya prapanna prakriti jadama shesham chetayan abhirasit sadishatutava bhavyam krishna chaitanya deva. The Supreme Personality of Godhead has assumed a golden complexion. The Supreme Personality of Godhead has assumed a golden complexion and has become the soul of the body 
named Lord Jagannath, whose blooming lotus eyes are widely expanded. Thus he has appeared in Jagannath Puri and brought dull matter to life. May that Lord Sri Krishna, Krishna Chaitanya Deva bestow all good fortune upon you. Now what's wrong with this verse? Yes, yes, that's one point, bringing dull matter to life. To say that Lord Jagannath is dull matter is a problem. But then someone may say, wait, it, here Sarup Damodar has, has said that he is Daru Brahman. And Daru, what does Daru mean? Wood. And wood is... Dull matter, no? It's Brahman. So is it dull matter? No, it's Daru Brahman. So that's a problem. And what's the other problem? There's another problem here. I'll read again. The Supreme Personality of Godhead has assumed a golden complexion. Is that a problem? Mm, okay, that might be a problem, <laughs> but that doesn't seem to be the problem for, uh, here. Uh, that may also be, anyway. Okay, the Supreme Personality of God had assumed the golden complexion and has become the soul of the body named Lord Jagannath. Is that a problem? Well, that's not exactly the problem. The problem is he has become the soul of the body named Lord Jagannath. Huh? Making a distinction between the body and soul of Krishna. That's the problem that Saravdhamadhar is going to, or has been objecting about. He has been objecting uh, and uh, quite fiercely, uh, he says at one point, Durgati, which Prabhupada translates, you're going to a hellish destination <laughs> as a result of this. I was thinking, this poor Brahmin, poor fellow, you know, he, he no doubt he intended the best. Uh, I mean, after all, he's glorifying Lord Chaitanya, and he probably spent many days um, laboring over this work to make it perfect, nice Sanskrit, and perhaps the rest of the drama is in Bengali, or we don't know Sanskrit or Bengali. We don't know if this drama is somewhere, um, somewhere in some archive, uh, because we, don't, we wouldn't know even if we found it, unless the first verse is there, then we know it, because we don't know what the rest of the drama was because poor the the poor writer didn't get past his first verse <laughs> he just spoke the first verse and sort of damodar said stop <laughs> no good <laughs> um, yeah so 
this is this uh, is a concern of Swarup Damodar, uh, and he has uh, spoken very sharply. But but then he comes to uh, speak about how well, in a sense, he's saying, well, we can take it another way. Uh, if we take help from uh, from Goddess Sarasvati, the goddess of learning, uh, then we could uh, take it in another way. And he gives examples of how this has happened uh, in the case where Krishna has been insulted by Lord Indra uh, in the uh, Govardhan Leela. Um, the the, the uh, specific words that Indra uses can be taken in a different way, according to Saraswati. And similarly, uh, when uh, Shishupal insults Krishna, also the commentators uh, will say, well, we can take these words in such a way as to understand that they're actually glorification of the Lord. Uh, and and so what he's saying is we can take this glor this uh, praise which you attempted which has philosophical problems we can salvage we can salvage it and here's how we can do that but um, Krishnadas Kavidaj doesn't really give us details so much of how he salvages uh, the particular verse, as far as I could tell. Mm. Uh, in any case, he says, Thus, Lord Jagannath and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, although appearing as two, are one, because they are both Krishna, who is one alone. Samsara dharana hituje shakti the supreme desire to deliver the entire world meets in the two of them, and for that reason also they are one and the same. This is so nice. Shangsharatarana hetu. Hetu, this word means cause, has a sense also of uh, motivation. Ahaitugi bhakti, the, the word ahaituki comes from the word hetu. Uh, so, but ahetu, without cause. So bhakti, which is without motivation, that is pure bhakti. Uh, but here the word, uh, you may say, okay, but then this is samsaratarana hetu, uh, the motivation of wanting to deliver um, from samsara, so that's motivation, so that's a bad thing, right? N wrong. <laughs> Here, hetu is a good thing. Sangsara tarana hetu jay itcha shakti tahar milan kori ekata jayche prati. So here, Sarvdamadar is taking the idea that Lord Jagannath and Lord Chaitanya are one in a second sense. Uh, the first sense is because they're both Krishna, they are one. And now he's saying because they have the same motivation, they are one. Hmm? 
What is their motivation? Samsara dharana hetu. Samsara dharana, to deliver uh, from, uh, from samsara. Shakkala samsari loke korite udhar. Gora jangamarupe koila avatar. To deliver all the materially contaminated people of the world, that same Krishna has descended in the moving form of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So we have the stavara rupa. Stavara means not moving. Stavara jangama, we hear sometimes these two words together, moving and non-moving living entities. Stavara jangama deke na deke taramurti. Um, so here the distinction, now we get a distinction again, the distinction between Lord Jagannath, who is stavara, who is not moving, and jangama, Lord Chaitanya, who moves. The Hare Krishna movement was started by Sri Chaitanya, who is on the move uh, for the purpose of uh, delivering the conditioned souls. Shakala, all. Shakala samsari. So samsara means repeated birth and death. Samsari means persons who are experiencing repeated birth and death. Jagannatya darshane. Kandai Sangsara Shabadesher Shabaloka Nare Ashibara. By visiting Lord Jagannath, one is freed from material existence. So, what does that suggest for us? We're in the right place, right? <laughs> <coughs> Shabade, uh, by visiting Lord Jagannath, one is freed from material existence, but not all men, not all human beings of all countries can come or be admitted here in Jagannath Puri. How many of you have visited Jagannath Puri? How many of you who haven't would like to visit Jagannath Puri? <laughs> Um, how many of you have uh, entered into the Jagannath temple? Any here? If you have the right color of skin, you're allowed to enter. has to be brown. Huh? Take a picture. Huh? You see pictures, yes. And of course, Lord Jagannath, actually Lord Jagannath does move, doesn't he? He comes out and he goes on his uh, rata, and there is rata yatra, and then everyone can have darshan. About entering the temple, that's been an ongoing issue uh, over decades and actually centuries. Recently, some months ago, there was a, a, a letter um, written by the Supreme Court of India, addressed to the Pujaris, uh, the managers of the Jagannath Temple, suggesting, because apparently that's all they could do, but they suggested that they open the temple to make it uh, 
accessible for everyone. Well, we haven't heard anything since then, so I suggest I, I suspect that the pujaris and the priests and the uh, and the managers looked at the letter and and if they didn't burn it, they probably just filed it away and said, "Forget it." Uh, and this, despite also the fact that the uh, the king of Puri, uh, the the uh, Gajapati Maharaj, uh, whom um, I've met personally and who said, you know, this is ridiculous, you should all be allowed to enter the temple. He says, I'm sorry, I'm powerless, even though I'm so-called king, they don't, nobody listens to me. This is uh, what to say, the age of Kali. Okay, um, anyway, Krishna's Kaviraj is expressing awareness, or Sharudamadar, uh, by visiting Jagannath, one is freed from material existence, but not all persons of all countries can come or be admitted here in Jagannath Puri. Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Deshe Deshe Hanya Shabaloke Nishtarila Jangama Brahma Hanya. Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, however, moves from one country to another, personally or by his, by his representatives. Thus, he, as the moving Brahman, delivers all the people of the world. Now, here we have to say that Srila Prabhupada was being uh, slightly uh, uh, inventive with the translation uh, because in the verse itself it doesn't say personally or by his representatives. It just says, Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Deshe Deshe Haya Lord Chaitanya goes from place to place. Desha, Prabhupada translates as country. It can also just mean place, um, um, uh, area. Lord Chaitanya traveled around what is now India. Um, but um, if we take it as country, of course, India was ha, has been so many different, one could argue it is actually so many different countries uh, uh, with so many different languages. But Prabhupada is adding this, he's, he's kind of slipping in there, personally or by his representatives, <laughs> uh, to make a point which is perhaps obvious to us, that uh, indeed Lord Chaitanya is going everywhere, and uh, he's continuing to go everywhere uh, with his associates uh, in the form of his representatives. Thus he, as moving Brahman, Jangama Brahma, uh, delivers all the people of the world. So here Krishnadas tells us that uh, Saurabh Damodar is appreciating this distinction. So he's kind of supporting the Brahman at the same time that he was so sharply criticizing him. He's saying, yeah, actually there is uh, there is some truth to what you are saying. And he goes on, Saraswatir Arta e 
কাহিলুন বিবরণ এহোবাগ তোমার ইচ্ছে করিলে বর্ণন দাস I have explained the meaning intended by Mother Saraswati, the goddess of learning. It is your great fortune, he's speaking to the Brahmin, it is your great fortune that you have described Lord Jagannath and Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in this way. So now he's, he's kind of complimenting him. You're fortunate, actually. Krishna gali dite kore nama ucharan she nama hoitar Muktir Karan. Sometimes it so happens that one who wants to chastise Krishna utters the holy name, and thus the holy name becomes the cause of his liberation. Now he's, he's expanding out this point of intentionality, uh, but does it really apply to this Brahman? Because the Brahman doesn't intend to insult Krishna, certainly not. But he's going a step further. He's saying someone may even intentionally want to insult the Lord and it doesn't work. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's um, this sort of common expression. I don't know where it comes from, but uh, someone trying to insult an exalted person is like spitting at the moon. You know, it's... <laughs> It's not going to affect the moon. Upon Tabeshe Kabi Shobar Charane Padia Shobar Sharan Loila Dante Trina Loya. Upon hearing this proper explanation by Sharav Damanar Goswami, the Bengali poet fell down at the feet of all the devotees and took shelter of them with a straw in his mouth. Tabe Shabhavakta Tare Angikara Koila Taraguna Kahi Mahaprabhu Milaila. Thereupon all the devotees accepted his association. Explaining his humble behavior, they introduced him to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Joy. So this is a story with a happy ending. <laughs> Uh, and then it goes on. Se kavi sarbhajaji rahila nila chale gorabhakta ganer kripa ke kahite pare. By the mercy of the devotees of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that poet from Bengal gave up all other activities and stayed with them at Jagannath Puri. Who can explain the mercy of the devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Now this point um, points back to one of the points that Swarup Damodar has made earlier uh, in his uh, scolding of the Brahman. That is, uh, he, he, he tells, the f I think it's the first point he makes to him. He says, you want to understand Bhagavatam, you have to associate with devotees. Uh, and we may ask, wait, what does it have to do with Bhagavatam? Uh, this is about Lord Chaitanya and Lord Jagannath. Uh, but uh, Swarup Damodar, how does Swarup Damodar spend his time with Lord Chaitanya? Much of the time, they are 
reciting, they are remembering, they are hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam. And I've sometimes suggested, it seems to me, that Chaitanya Charitamrita, as an extended purport to the Bhagavatam, is also telling the story of the ideal readers of Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to begin with, um, uh, Gadadhar Pandit, uh, we may say is next, and then Swarup Damodar. But Swarup Damodar is also known for his singing. We may get to that uh, a little later to read something, but uh, here he's kind of reinforced, well, here it's Krishnadas Kaviraj uh, is reinforcing this point, the mercy of the devotees. Uh, the devotees are very kind. And so this person who apparently was um, we say in English slang, not quite up to scratch. He was, he was not quite up to the standard uh, of uh, what was expected by uh, the devotees in terms of literary uh, qualification. Nonetheless, um, he is accepted by them. This is, this is a nice lesson for us. We have our standards uh, and we urge people to come to these standards to participate in association of, of devotees and at the same time we are um, as followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanting to extend his mercy and uh, extension of his mercy in this case means being inclusive rather than Exclusive. Uh, I've I've written something about this uh, in it, it was uh, published as part of an introduction to Radhika Raman's book on Vaish, Chaitanya Vaishnava philosophy. I made a, a, a sort of analysis of the whole Chaitanya Charitamrita in terms of um, different types of persons that interact with Lord Chaitanya. And I, I, put, I, I made this as, I didn't put a chart in this article, but uh, if you can imagine um, like a target where you have a small circle in the center and you have expanding concentric circles beyond this, um, this central small point where uh, in the center of this target, so to say, we may imagine we have Lord Chaitanya and his intimate associates. Um, and there you could have sort of within that small circle, you could have smaller circles of more and more intimate associates, uh, in which case you would have Swarav Damodar together with uh, Ramananda Roy very much in the center of that center. But then you have a circle outside that center of Lord Chaitanya with his associates and I proposed uh, that that next circle out would consist of other Vaishnava traditions where we meet, uh, for example, we meet uh, the um, 
Lord Chaitanya visits in South India um, um, the followers of the uh, Sri Sampradaya and the Madhva Sampradaya and he also meets with one of the followers of the Nimbarka Sampradaya, although that is not explicit uh, in his youth uh, when he meets uh, the Kesh, uh, he meets the Kashmiri uh, Keshava, known as Keshava Kashmiri. Turns out he's a Nimbarki, uh, and he also meets Vallabhacharya. Vallabha is certainly a Vaishnava of uh, the Vallava Sampradaya. So we see different sorts of interaction with them and the general theme of Chaitanya Charitamrita is that Lord Chaitanya is bestowing his mercy on them in different ways. Um, and then there's uh, another circle which goes, it's, it's further out, it's beyond the circle of the Vaishnavas uh, and I wanted to keep this relatively simple, so I uh, sort of put in one group uh, here uh, those representing Brahminical culture. And here we have uh, especially the different Mayavadi sannyasis and uh, Mayavadi scholars. So we have, uh, of course, sharp. Um, you can say sharp collisions with them in in philosophical terms. Um, yes, but uh, there's also a lot of sweetness in those exchanges. And so um, we see how the exchange is a way of showing how Lord Chaitanya is interacting with them to attract them to Krishna. Uh, Going a step further beyond a, uh, an, a, another ring, uh, we have uh, one category called Pashandis. And the Pashandis include um, Tantrics, it includes um, Buddhists, and it includes uh, Tribals. And the reason all three are in one category is because Krishnadas Kaviraj refers to all three of them as Pashandi, uh, which is sometimes translated as heretic, sometimes as atheist. Uh, it's a rather strong negative term. It's also in the Bhagavatam. Uh, it comes up in the story of uh, Lord Indra in his... Uh, interaction with Prithu Maharaj when he takes on disguises uh, and he creates various Pashandi groups by disguising himself as a sannyasi, different types of uh, renunciants. In any case, we have the Pashandis. Then beyond the Pashandis, uh, we have Muslims. And I put them further out because in terms of social relationship, uh, in uh, the time of Sri Chaitanya, one would have to say they are considered very distant, uh, and they would be referred to uh, in Chaitanya Charitamrita usually as Yavana, which Srila Prabhupada often would translate as meat eater, <laughs> the meat eaters. 
but this generally yavana, uh, which also can refer to a geographical area pointing toward Greece and Turkey, uh, it actually is indicating the the uh, the the Muslims. Well, Lord Chaitanya is extending himself further and further and further outward, and in each case he is being inclusive in one way or another. Sometimes there's a what we might call a conversion, sometimes uh, in a different way. We can we could have a whole seminar on this subject, but this is not uh, for that purpose. There's one more ring in my scheme, uh, which is yet further out beyond the Muslims. Anyone want to guess who might be included in those categories? <laughs> well, we don't hear about Jews and Christians in Chaitanya Charitamrita. <laughs> Yes, animals, animals, but also inanimate uh, beings, and also uh, natural um, uh, features. So sand dunes, for example, uh, and, and jungles and trees, but animals, yes. Animals in uh, the Jarikanda forest, for example. Uh, but there's something I found uh, quite interesting here. Uh, and that is Lord Chaitanya's engagement with animals and with, um, with, with stones when he goes to Govardhan, for example, or with sand dunes, or with water when he dives into the water. We find the emotional pitch uh, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's activity is at its highest. It's at its highest when he is engaging with so-called inanimate or okay animal, uh, most distant, so to say, from himself. Now there's one category here which we have not talked about. What might that be? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's that's. I was thinking about this, and I thought, well, yes. Uh, again, to keep things simple, I didn't include them, but in one sense, they they uh, enter into the uh, the the middle circle. So, for example, Chota Haridas. After Chota Haridas uh, commits suicide, he becomes a Gandharva, and as a Gandharva, you can say, he comes back, he becomes again an associate of Lord Chaitanya, but in this different realm. But there's one other category we have not yet discussed. Kings? Huh? Kings? No. <laughs> no, devotees are there toward the center. Women. women. Yes, women. So where do women fit in this 
scheme of mind. Huh? Three and a three and a half. <laughs> yeah, Madhavi is a half. Yes, you were. Huh? They they they're in the center, aren't they? Madhavi, you were saying. Sachi, what about Sachi Mata? She's very close. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, Lakshmi Priya, Vishnu Priya. What about? But what? And what about the lady uh, in the temple that Lord Chaitanya that, that climbed on the shoulder of Lord Chaitanya? <laughs> and what about the Devadasis? And so it's complicated. <laughs> the lady, the ladies, uh, make make this a little complicated. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, but uh, I discussed this with Radhikaraman Prabhu one time. How how to sort of put them, uh, locate women in my in my scheme, and he said uh, most of the women actually would be in the inner circle, but in the on the inside of the outer rim of the inner circle. This seems to be where Krishnadas Kaviraj is locating them. Now, of course, we could take each individual case and probably make a much more compli complicated uh, scheme or chart for whatever purpose that might be. But the, the, general, the general idea I wanted to make from all of this was how Lord Chaitan how there are distinctions and there are very clear distinctions being made uh, social distinctions philosophical distinctions uh, and and these you can say are divisions and then Lord Chaitanya is coming along and he's in so many different ways he's crossing over these lines He's crossing over them, but he's not, necess not necessarily obliterating the lines. He's crossing over, sometimes he's bringing... Haridas Thakur, he is considered to be Muslim, and yet what does Lord Chaitanya do uh, with the body of Haridas Thakur when he dies? He personally picks him up and dances with him. This is so... Unbrahminical. <laughs> First of all, it's a dead body. Second, it's a Muslim dead body. You know, this is this is really crossing a lot of boundaries um, to to show that he is actually he is my my devotee. So this sort of thing is going on, and here we see sort of Damodar. In the mood, we can say, in the spirit uh, that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has, he is extending that spirit by, first of all, being quite sharp uh, in making this point. Uh, you've got the philosophy wrong here. And Sarav Damodar, we might also want to think of as a rasa virtuoso. He has what Germans call fine gefühl, you know, he's got fine, he's a fine schmecker, and he appreciates rasa 
when it's right and when it's wrong, when it's, when it's rasa basa, ooh, it really hurts his ears. You know, like a professional musician, when they hear uh, notes that are a little flat, they, they want to plug up their ears. <laughs> they have highly sensitized ears. So, Sarv Damodar is like that. But his refinement is also such uh, that he is overflowing. Uh, he becomes a, an agent, an instrument of the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. And then this spills over into the feelings of all the associates of Lord Chaitanya. And therefore, this unnamed Brahman who remains unnamed uh, is, is permitted to enter and join with the devotees. Hare Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai. Some further points, comments? Shamananda Prabhu, I haven't seen you for some time. This point really resonates with me. <laughs> As someone who should have, who's convinced my mere existence is due drama, mm. I always interesting the point before um, Brahma meets Sudhamada, he said, the performer for all the devotees, and the devotees said, well done, well done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they appreciate it. So I think we have to stay Yep. Yes, Rupa Goswami wrote a small book uh, on uh, sort of rules of drama and um, I'm forgetting the name of it now, but um, most I haven't read it because I haven't seen a translation of it. But uh, one devotee scholar who studied it said it's actually not particularly original. He's mainly just taking from other sources, but it's what he decided is important. But one point I remember is he's saying that. The dramatist is free to make changes uh, to a story um, that is found in Shastra if uh, he or she uh, gets the rasa right. So for the purpose of rasa, for, getting, for bringing out rasa, because that's what drama is all about in traditional... Sanskrit drama, um, one, one can uh, play with the original story to some extent. So that is there, but to get the, to get the rasa right, that's the challenge, um, which 
is not to say, therefore, we shouldn't try. I want to add that because um, coming up next February in Mayapur, uh, there is going to be the ISKCON leader Sangha. And uh, this is quite a large gathering. Uh, they had at the last one at least 800 uh, leaders from around the world. And uh, what they do is have many, many uh, seminars uh, prepared in advance by devotees who have um, proposed, I want to give a seminar on this or that subject. So they invited me uh, to make a proposal for uh, doing such a presentation, and I thought about it. And I thought, actually, okay, I'll make a proposal. My proposal is to give a presentation, not really a seminar, because they only give one hour. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll give a presentation on the subject of writing. Uh, my title is Write and Be Happy. <laughs> uh, with a subtitle, I want to encourage more devotees to write, because... Um, I find this valuable for myself, and I think it's um, invaluable for other devotees, and collectively I think we need to make a mark in the world by uh, both Srila Prabhupada's books and our own writing. People want to see, well, that's okay, that's what your founder Acharya has said, what do you say? What do you think? What's your experience? What's your realization? People want to know. Yeah. Uh, yes, Manu. I said I did publish it. The schedule. schedule. You mean this chart? No, the chart. Oh, well, in in the essay that I wrote, I didn't put the <laughs> this, but I described it. Uh, it's in my computer. <laughs> it's in, it's in a, it's it's in a PowerPoint. I did present it as a PowerPoint one time, um, years ago. Yeah, it was here in Ramadesh. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. An exchange with uh, Lord Chaitanya with cows. Well, um, not referenced in Chaitanya Charitamrita directly that I remember, uh, but he does hear this, the flute of a cowherd boy. Um, and what happens when he hears that flute? Huh? He runs to the Goshala. <laughs> he does? Okay. Uh, yeah, he 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 collapses in ecstasy, and then the cows come to him. He looks like a pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin or tortoise? Tortoise, pumpkin. Anyway, they're licking him. Okay. <laughs>
Yeah. Outer rim and the inner circle. That was Radhikarman's suggestion. Say again. Inner circle, but how do you know? I'd have to draw a picture or something within the inner circle, but kind of on the edge. Yeah, therefore she's in the center. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, yeah. Um, what what I wanted, what I ended up doing in this chart um, was we put uh, women all the way across, center all the way out, um, including in all of in all of the circles, because there are women in all the different categories, um, but not so much is mentioned about them. In because my purpose was to kind of chart out the text of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. In, in <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, the the Christian Church took what three hundred years to come up with their doctrine of the identity of Jesus Christ. It was about three hundred years, wasn't it? They had so many conferences. They had a lot of GBC meetings <laughs> um, and finally came out with something. Um, and then a few centuries later, later the Unitarians uh, said, nah, we don't go with that. <laughs> Trinitarian, Unitarian. Uh, I was, for some years, I was actually raised in the Unitarian Church. Um, but yeah, it's not so easy. And uh, historians of our own tradition will point out that the understanding of the identity of Lord Chaitanya took uh, about, well, you can say about 80 years uh, with, with Krishnadas Kaviraj coming with the full understanding. Prior to him, there are uh, other mm, biographies which give one sense, another sense, something more, something less. And uh, there's, a, there's a sense of uh, exploring, trying to understand. And then Krishnadas, he sort of unfolds the, the full understanding. And that took, you can say, from his departure, that took about 80 years. Yeah. Yes, point on. Yes, we could. 
we could say something like that. Then it becomes, uh, and we have to expand the, the chart, and, um, which, yeah, yeah, it be, it's very interesting to think about. Yes, thank you. Yes. Mm. Uh, 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 Not more than to say we know f not from Bengal, uh, but we know from uh, from cent north central India, uh, the Mathura area. We know that uh, Akbar was quite supportive. Uh, that his general, it was his general uh, Man Singh who constructed uh, the Govinda. Mandir, although he was apparently a Shakta, his, he was. So there was, you know, quite some complex co political situation. And then the grand, grandson or great grandson, Aurangzeb, kind of turned all of that around and he uh, became, you know, quite nefarious for his uh, d destruction of temples. And it's said that it was, you know, there's that story. Uh, that he saw the Govindaji Mandir from a distance. He saw a light um, on the top of the temple and he asked an assistant, what is that? Oh, that's the Govindaji. Chop it down, he ordered. And so the, the Shikara, uh, supposedly, I'm saying supposedly because um, others who have looked on the roof who have climbed up on the roof <laughs> of now it's a flat roof and they say there's no architectural evidence of any destruction um, so it it yeah go figure but anyway, <laughs> so there it was complicated um, some of the Muslim rulers were they they were they may they may very very well have been supportive because uh, they wanted stability in their uh, in their kingdom. They didn't want to just you know they they weren't they weren't fanatical. Um, Akbar indeed uh, for some time it was just for a short time, but he had a special hall constructed uh, in his palace for having what today we might call interfaith dialogues. Uh, it's sort of a strange room. I haven't seen it directly, but I've seen photos. Uh, he personally would sit in a very high place above all of the scholars who were invited, uh, and he would just look down and listen while they would all discuss and debate. And for some time there were uh, Christian missionaries, uh, Jesuits coming from Goa, who were invited uh, to that 
to those meetings, to those gatherings, and they lived uh, in the palace compound for for quite some time. And it's um, they used to write letters back to their uh, um, authorities in Rome. And those letters are available. You can read those letters where for some time they're getting quite excited and hopeful that Akbar is going to become converted. He's going to become a Christian. One major problem was, one major obstacle uh, was there that Akbar had four wives and uh, Christians were, uh, you know, couldn't, you could only have one wife. Akbar was not about to give up three of his wives to become a Christian. Hare Krishna. Well, it's getting late. Srila Prabhupada ki, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ki, Gaur Premanande. Hare Krishna.